My time on Lincoln Live is time well spent with City Council Chair Tammy Ward. She joins me for the conversation this morning on Lincoln Live. Tammy, good morning. Good morning, Dale. Good to have you with me. Thank you very much. Let's start with a a fun, fun, fun project, a long overdue project, and that is the new Lincoln Youth Complex, eight turf fields near Oak Lake Park. On the southeast mm-hmm. side of North First and Cornhusker, a couple of the fields will be the new home for the Nebraska Wesleyan Prairie Wolves. So there's a lot of love going out on, on this project. Easily accessible from all parts of town. It's right by the Haymarket District. Lincoln has needed this for decades. So e- express your, your pleasure and uh, maybe even get into the funding mechanism, too, of how this is being made possible. You bet. It is very exciting and certainly I'm so pleased that we are we're pushing it along. You know, it was we were right ready to announce and move forward um, right when the pandemic hit, like so many other great projects. So um, one of the things I was most pleased about to be a small part of was uh, supporting uh, one of the financing mechanisms through the West Haymarket JPA uh, Joint Partnership Agreement Um Dale that I serve on and we agreed as a board there's three members on that uh, JPA board to support um, in the amount of 4.5 million dollars toward the development of the project and so um, it's a great as you know private public partnership in Lincoln and we were very pleased to support that Um, it's a it's just so like you said a long time coming and Westland's a huge partner Um, the private um, business community has pledged a huge amount of um, dollars to get there and long overdue. So we're excited. I think it will be operational in 2024 and ground in the fall and groundbreaking next year. So there was a kickoff probably a month or so ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I was there and a lot of community people were there. It was a lot of fun. A lot of young athletes were there and um, just just long time coming, like you said. People, families won't have to travel out of town for that for that age group. Right, and for listeners who don't have kids playing baseball, or for grandparents who don't have kids that are involved in that effort, this is an economic development driver. It, it holds it the is. very true possibility of bringing in tournaments and events that maybe are regional now, and Lincoln can't yep. compete. Uh, so it holds that revenue stream potential too. It does. It does. It's so exciting. And, you know, the um, other facility is not far on West O Street from um, the kinetic facility where there's basketball courts and other courts uh, available. So it's really it's just starting to grow so great in Lincoln for youth. And I really like the part um, where there will be uh, fields available for um, the developmentally disabled and physically disabled young population. Mm -hmm. I think that speaks Mm -hmm. really really well for this project and that's exciting as well tammy ward city council chair for a few minutes more here on lincoln live seems there is a growing interest in food trucks here in lincoln tammy the pilot program is uh being extended to the end of the year it is and i'm super excited to be able to talk about that again um what we found was um more trucks were signing up and as as pilot programs go, that's why we do pilots. We're just working out a few more glitches um, to help ease that transition for our vendors. And so they asked us, could we just have a little more time? And we said, of course. And so um, the weather's been really favorable. And so we're going to extend it to December 31st. 
we had to, you know, pass that in the ordinance and do it the right way. But we're super excited. They are excited. And, you know, these things just take a little time. And so um, we're encouraging people to get out there and support our trucks and uh, get a taco at noon or, or something. And um, it's really exciting and um, really pleased that we could extend it to the end of the year. It gives us more data, Dale, to work with as well and more experience with where the trucks want to be and need to be. And it gives the truck owners themselves a, a, a longer learning curve because you just don't wake yeah. up one morning, start a food truck, and have it be successful. You, you you hit road bumps along the way. That's right. That's right. And, you know, to their credit, these are entrepreneurs that are used to, you know, getting the food out, you know, getting their staff staffed up. And they work, you know, they turn on a dime. And government does not move as quickly. It's hard for us to keep up, right? And so this will give us time to catch up with them and, so to speak, and so I think it's a win-win situation. With the election behind us, Tammy, let's take a look at one result in particular that impacts the city council, and that is uh, yeah. Jane Raybould's campaign for the legislature. And uh, voters yeah. gave her the uh, opportunity in the legislature for four years, elected. Uh, cha- that changes the dynamic uh, on on the council. How is that handled? Uh, I'm not I'm not familiar enough with Jane's term to know if she was up or if she had some extra left in it. Where what is the dynamic for the council? Sure. So what happens next is Jane, um, had she remained on the council, um, would have been her term expires in May Mm. as a district seat. And so since um, she will have to be sworn in into the legislature in early January, she is going to resign at the end of the year. Um, and so she and I actually met for a cup of coffee late yesterday, and it was really fun to talk through some things. So what will happen next is um, the council will decide and pick um, an, either an interim successor or someone who might be interested in running. But we will ask people to apply for that position. And then um, then it's wide open. You know, people can run for that seat starting um when Jane resigns. And so it's fair game to anybody that's interested in running for the seat, but we will need to have a placeholder. And so I will um, put in, uh, probably send a press release sometime next week that will tell people how to send their resume and cover letter to the council. I would love to have consensus from the council on that interim person. They may decide to run and we'll go from there. Is so, one of, um, Tammy, let me interrupt. I'm sorry. Is one of your requirements that this interim person uh, provide the understanding that he or she will indeed run, or are you satisfied with just a, a, a temporary? Well, it depends on each council member. You know, last time when we appointed um, Councilwoman Washington, um, some of us wanted her to that person to run again. Some um, it didn't matter to, meaning some members, you know, could could care either way so it's really up to each member um so this is a short time period for someone to get appointed and run for a may election however it can be done um so it'll be kind of depend on that person and what the council person thinks when they speak to the applicant i think dale to be really honest Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. i've kind of always leaned toward My background is the legislature and being a congressional staff person. So I come from a background where it's pretty intense and you can do all of it. (laughs) But but I think it will depend on the person um, and what they want and kind of what the council sees in that person, where we can land unanimously. And I, I think this council will work together to get to that point. 
Well, Tammy, your term is up next year. Where are you in the decision chain on leaning into another term or satisfied with a single term? Well, you know, I am still in that thought process and sifting through talking to my family and talking to my advisors as well. People like Senator Ben Nelson. I've been talking to him and my former chief of staff, um, Tim Becker. And then, of course, some of my local advisors from my last campaign. It's um, it's a big decision, you know, the, um, so I want to take my time. But I certainly would like to decide before the end of the year or early next year. And so that's I'm, that's the, the truth of where I'm at. It's a big decision, I think, at um, this age or any age to re-up. So I want to make sure I'm making the right decision and for the city as well, Dale. Also from the election, Tammy, the minimum wage increase initiative passed. Uh, curious, to what extent did, did you hear any feedback from small businesses, some of which say uh, the higher the minimum wage goes, the more likely it has to be passed on to customers? Did you hear well, any feedback? You know, I, I, I didn't per se get contacted about it, but as I talked to people and as I read about it, I did hear that. And I think there are, I know there's those concerns out um, in the community for small businesses. Um, as a, you know, as a farm kid who grew up, you know, detasseling corn and cleaning rooms and motels, I, I also really believe in an increase for workers. Um, and so that's where I would land if I, people were to ask me. So I can see both sides of it. And I really do think we need to move forward with an increase. And I hope that it's gradual enough. I think it's set up really well um, that hopefully it will work on both sides. Tammy, we talked about this on the air. I detasseled for a minimum wage of a buck eighty. A dollar eighty. Yours was how much? Two dollars and ten cents. I thought I was rich. <laughs> that's crazy. I did. Isn't it something? And that's hard and then, work. It is really hard work, yeah. but I didn't mind a bit, and I bet you didn't either, did no, you? No, no. And I now know. it's nine bucks, and with this minimum wage going in, increase, yeah. it's it'll be up a uh, dollar fifty every year to the year twenty twenty six. So yeah, it's. I think it's gradual enough, and I'm yeah. Yeah, that was hard work. Were you a straw boss and then you went no. down another dime? No, an hour? no. I <laughs> I was just a naive kid that oh. was way over his head thinking well, that this was the thing to do. So, yeah, buck well, 80 to detassel corn. Yeah, I hear you. That's Tammy, what we... we have just enough time here to get into the uh, Lincoln Police Department Workplace Assessment Report. Uh, 47% of female police officers surveyed for that report said they felt sexual harassment and discrimination within the Lincoln Police Department. I talked about this with Police Chief Teresa Ewens mm-hmm. uh, the, just the other day. We bring this up, and mm-hmm. she pointed out that there are efforts. There were efforts in place before the report. There were efforts during the report, and efforts will continue uh, to improve the situation and to eliminate any sense of sexual harassment or discrimination. Uh, I, I can't help but compare that 47%. If that was inside this building here at Alpha Media, the radio stations, half of the females here say that they feel that sense of discrimination or sexual harass- harassment, there would be mass firings. There would be changes. Think of any businesses out there. Think of your business. Think of mm-hmm. uh, a, 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 mm-hmm. the, the shoe store that you walk into, the, the fast food place you walk into, the businesses that you walk into. If half of the women there felt threatened, I think the public or there would be some business involvement to try to change that environment. I'm a big police chief Ewan's fan. Uh, I don't doubt that she's doing something, 
But I, I just don't get the sense of urgency uh, from this community when they hear that half of the women in the police department who responded to this survey felt some kind of harassment. Your sense of that? Well, I, could, I concur, Dale. And I also um, I, I'm concerned. And however, I also really do believe that Chief Ewens is doing uh, an amazing job in moving this forward. And I know that it takes a lot of time. Having stated that, I, I, I'm very concerned for the women in LPD, and um, the wheels of government move slowly. And, and But in this case, it, it concerns me, of course, um, particularly as a woman. I've had wonderful mentors, and my, my career has been in government. And I want to be now um, in a position to help women who need that kind of help in the workplace. As, a, as I can. And so I have those concerns and I, I have discussions with the chief a lot around that issue. And so, and well, as well as her assistant chiefs, and it's a very open dialogue. I don't think it's moving from my standpoint quickly enough. Um, but again, it's, I am assured that it is moving and it takes time to put in these new protocols and portals and all all that they're doing and um so that i am assured of but i i am concerned and and i know that other of my colleagues on the council are as well and we're watching and we're watching closely and um and i know the mayor and her staff are as well and so i think the city can be assured with that but it is so slow and i'm really regretful that it takes so much time Appreciate your take on on that thing. So thank you. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Have a hey, wonderful thank Thanksgiving. Yeah, wonderful times to you as well and yeah. yours, Dale. Thank you, Tammy. Tammy Ward, yes. chair of the city council for the conversation so on Lincoln Live.